Welcome everyone to Kingdom Rock Radio. We pray that you will enjoy today's message. Now here's a sample of what you'll be hearing today. Well, you first had a seed of joy, it's now a seed of sorrow. I can't get no help in here. And so now the seed is in the wicked one's hand. And because it's in the wicked one's hand, he now has control of that seed. Mm, don't allow the enemy to come in even now as you're sitting in the building. Amen. Don't allow the wicked one to come and snatch that seed out of your hand. But pay close attention to the seed. Kingdom Rock Radio is an outreach ministry of Kingdom Rock Family Worship Center located right here in Bremen, Georgia. You can connect with us at our website at www.kingdomrock.org. And now, here is today's message. Amen. I want to welcome all of you that are here, even those that are on the online community. Amen. To service on this morning. We thank you so much for tuning in to the Kingdom Rock Network. If you would, please, ma'am, please, sir, we are asking for 500 people, amen, to, to join in on a global network with us as we begin to sow $100. We need, we are asking for 500 people, if the Lord has placed it upon your heart, to give $100 or more. We need 500 peoples to give $100 or more. And so if that be you, amen, we ask that you will go to our website at www.kingdomrock.org and then you can click that give button and you can give online. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. For those of you that have your Bibles, amen, I want to come uh, from a, a, a scripture, amen, uh, that God has, has dealt with me uh, since I have been uh, in my series, The Uncovering of Satan. Uh, so we're just going to roll right on along with this thing. Amen. Uh, go with me to the book of Matthew. We're going to look at the, uh, the 13th chapter, and we're going to deal with uh, 24 and 25, verses 24 and 25 out of Matthew um, Chapter 13, amen, if you have it, please say amen. Amen, the word of the Lord of class says, and another parable he put forth to them saying, the kingdom of heaven is like a man who sowed good seed in his field, but while men slept, his enemy came and sowed tares among the wheat, and he went his way. Verse 39 says, the enemy who sold them is the devil. Amen. I want to use for a subject on today, beware of the enemy's invasion. Beware of the enemy's invasion. Sound the alarm. Amen. Sound the alarm. Let us pray. Eternal God, our Father, we thank you, Lord God, for this day. We thank you uh, for allowing your spirit to fall fresh in this place. Now, Lord God, as I decrease, I pray that you will increase, Lord God, that your power will increase, that your anointing will begin to increase, that your anointing and your understanding and wisdom of your word will begin to increase. Father, we pray right now in the mighty name of Jesus that spiritual chains and bondages and things like that, Lord God, will begin to fall off of your people right now, God. Lord, we ask that you will loose them right now so that they may be under, able to understand what your spirit is saying to the church. And so now, Lord God, I pray that as I stand in the place of John and proclaim the gospel to your people, Lord God, I pray that you will use me as thy will. Holy Spirit, come now and have thine own perfect way. Father God, we ask that it's none of us, but that it's all of you. We pray now, God, that flesh be removed and that your spirit will come. Father God, have your way. Lord God, the very anointing that will make preaching easy easy and understand and Lord God I pray now that your will will be done and in your son Jesus name we declare it all to be so 
and done. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Again, amen. Give the Lord a hand clap of praise for the word. Amen. Beware of the enemy's invasion. Amen. We are living in a time uh, where so many of us are able to turn on the news and we're able to view things upon Facebook. And there are so many homes that are being broken in, so many home invasions, so many things that are happening within our schools that where intruders, those that are unwelcome, are beginning to come into our territories, are beginning to come inside of our domains. And so we have something in place. Place, amen. Some of us do, and some of us may not, amen. But we have things in place, what there's called a security system. And 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 as me being on as a deputy or even as an officer, I respond to several 911 calls, amen. And sometimes uh, as soon as a glass breaks or a door begins to open after the alarm has been set, the alarm will either sound an alarm or it will say intruder alert, intruder alert, amen. But notice in Matthew 13. 13, 20, uh, 24 through 25, there was no alarm that sounded in this story. Amen. As I began to pray, as I began to seek God, as in what it is that you will have me to preach to your people, the word of the Lord simply came and said, he said, tell my people to beware of the enemy's invasion. Amen. I lift up my voice as a trumpet on today for you to beware of the invasion of the enemy. Our lovely pastor does a, such a great job in, in blowing the shofar. Amen. During the Bible, the Bible says that during an invasion, the trumpet would sound, sounding the alarm throughout the camp or the land, warning the people of an attack, that danger is coming, alarming the people to wake up and get ready and guard themselves for the attack that is coming. It is also used to gather the people around the land to make announcements of war or a new king is coming or the start of a festival as we heard in our hearing on this morning. Notice in the book of Ezekiel 33 and 3, it says, When the watchman sees the enemy coming, he sounds the alarm to warn the people. Amen. I come by to let you know this morning. Amen. I am coming to warn you to beware of the enemy's invasion. Amen. My brothers and my sisters, the alarm is sounding and that we all should take heed because the alarm is sounding to warn us so that we do not fall for the tricks and the deceptions of the enemy. Notice our text in Matthew 13, 24 through 25. It says, the kingdom of heaven is like a man who sowed good seed in the field. But while men slept, his enemy came and sowed tares among them. Notice there are three things that I want you to pay attention here. Notice, amen, that number one, there were seed and tares that were being sown. Not only was there seeds and tares that were being sown, but there were men sleeping. Not only just men, but women too. Amen. Children of God, men and women, they were sleeping. Number three, there was an, an evasion. An invasion means an unwelcome or an unannounced person or party entering another person's domain or dwelling. Again, amen, there were seeds and tares that are being sown. Amen, tares are evil doctrines and those who spread it and also looks like wheat at the very beginning of the stages. It looks like wheat, but they are weeds. 
So these things, the Bible says that it is the enemy who sold them. Amen. And so we realize here in this parable in Matthew chapter 13 that Jesus uses the parable as well as other parables as life lessons. A parable is a natural story used in illustrations to compare natural messages so that you and I can receive a spiritual understanding. Notice in the first parable in Matthew 13, we're going to look at verse 3, amen. It says, then he spoke many things, okay, to them in parable saying. Now, before I go further, notice, amen, in the beginning of this chapter, Jesus uh, was standing in a boat. Jesus was preaching. It was church time, as you would. Amen. Just like you and I. Amen. And the multitude stood on the shore, and they were beginning to listen to what Jesus was beginning to speak out of the boat, kind of like you and I. Amen. But notice, amen, as he begins to give this parable, it says, Behold, a sower went out to sow, and as the seed sowed, some seed fell by the wayside, and the seeds came and devoured them. The birds came and devoured them. Some fell on stony places where they did not have much earth, and they immediately sprung up because they had no depth in the earth. Verse 6 says, but when the sun was up, they were scorched, and because they had no root, they withered away. And some fell among thorns, and the thorns sprung up and choked them. Verse 8 says, but others fell on good ground and yielded a crop. Keep in mind, yielded a crop. Some a hundredfold, some 60, and some 30. Amen. But Jesus goes over, amen, and he begins to explain this particular parable. Amen. Let us notice verse 19. It says, when anyone hears the word of the Lord, when anyone hears the word of the kingdom and does not understand it, Amen. We noticed on last week, Pastor Stroud picked this up. Amen. Then the wicked one comes and snatches it away. The word that was sown in the heart. So we know, number one, amen, that the sower is the son of man. The sower is Jesus Christ. He is sowing the seed. The seed in this particular parable is the word of God. But notice what happens when the sower sows the seed. Amen. The Bible says that the wicked one comes and he snatches that seed away. He snatches that word away out of the hearts of those in which it fell down. Okay, so the wayside is the heart. We know that the heart is the intellect, the very being. It's not the pumping blood vessel, but it is the heart, the innermost desire. And so look at the seed of the word of God that is being snatched. Snatch means snatching is done very quickly and it's done very violently. So the wicked one, he comes and now he has that seed in his hand. The seed of word, amen, the word of God, the kingdom. It could be a seed of joy. It could be a seed of happiness. It could be a seed of faith. It could be a seed of 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 overwhelming joy. It could be a seed of hope, a seed of love. It is the seed, the word of God that is being preached week in and week out. So now the enemy has that same seed. And so now that the enemy has snatched it out of your heart because you do not understand, he now holds it in his possession. And because the enemy now holds that seed in his possession, the enemy now decides to now convert that seed. So where first you had a seed of faith is now a seed of fear. Where you first had a seed of peace is now a seed of turmoil. Where you first had a seed of joy is now a seed of sorrow. I can't get no help in here. And so now the seed is in the wicked one's hand. And because it's in the wicked one's hand, he now has control of that seed. 
Mm, don't allow the enemy to come in even now as you're sitting in the building. Amen. Don't allow the wicked one to come and snatch that seed out of your hand. But pay close attention to the seed. Mm, because there's something about this seed. Amen. So now the enemy has his own seed. Amen. We know that there is a kingdom of darkness as well as there's a kingdom of God. Amen. Satan desires to be like God, even though he's not God, he desires to be like God, amen. So what he does is everything that God has, he wants to imitate. And because he wants to imitate, there's deviation. He wants to be like God. There's no divine there. There's just divination, which is demonic. It's evil. Hmm. Let me, let me, let me, let me hasten on here. Verse, verse 20 says, but he who received the seed on stony places, this is he who hears the word and immediately receives it with joy. Amen. You just, amen. Those are for that. Let, let, let me go here first. Let me go. Here. Let me finish. It says, yet he has no root in himself, but endures only for a while. For when tribulation or persecution arises because of the word, he immediately stumbles. These are people that we call who go through religious calisthenics. Oh. The ones that come inside of the church and they hear the word and immediately they hear they're happy, they're rejoicing. But as soon as a trial may come their way, as soon as tribulations come their way, as soon as a storm arises, they stumble and fail. Why? Because there is no root. And because there's no root, there's no substance. There's no support. There's nothing that's holding them down that even though the wind may rock them, the storm may blow, there's nothing. They don't have an anchor. They don't have an anchor. And because they don't have an anchor, they stumble and they fall. Hear the word today, but forget about it tomorrow. They don't study or prepare themselves the way that they need to prepare. These are the ones that, 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 that study and know the word, but yet they don't live the word. Oh, I wish I had somebody. Amen. It took everything in me, amen, not to throw my Bible at Pastor Stroud this morning because he was all up in what I was, what I was getting ready. So that right there was a confirmation. He confirmed some things on this morning, amen. So the very word that God gave me, amen, the man, the prophet of the house began to speak, not even knowing exactly how or where I was going to come from. This is what you call an ordination given by God. Ah. Let me notice, notice verse 22. He says, now he who received the seed among the thorns is he who hears the word and cares of the world and the deceitfulness of riches choke the word and he becomes unfruitful. Amen. Those that worry about the needs of this life, the cares of this life, take no thought in what you shall eat, what you shall drink, what you shall put on, for your heavenly Father knows that you have need of it. Amen. But my people shall seek ye first the kingdom of God. Just take no thought in that. But then it says they are fooled by the desires to get rich. But then when they are fooled by those very desires to get rich, they become unfruitful because now their minds are about getting rich, but their minds are not on what God has for them. Yes, the earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof. Yes, he shall supply all of our needs according to his riches and glory. Yeah, we serve a God who is not bankrupt, but when it comes down to the root of the matter, 
it's not about the money. I heard someone say that it's not about the money. It's about the souls that need to be saved. It's about the lives that need to be transformed. Give God a hand a clap of praise. Amen. So now he who receives the seed among, excuse me, but he who receives the seed, verse 23, on good ground is he who hears the word and understands it, who indeed bears fruit and produces some a hundredfold, some sixtyfold, and some thirtyfold. Notice in verse 8, it says, But others fell on the good ground and yielded crops. Verse 23 says, But he who received the seed on the ground, he who hears the word and understands it. But then verse 8 says, But they that fell on good ground and yielded a crop. Yielded means to produce, means to be productive. The word crop means, watch this, means a group or an amount of related people. Oh, you missed your chance to shout. You missed your chance to shout. Amen. Yielded means to produce, and crop means a group or an amount of related people. So in this seed, amen, which is the word that fell upon good ground, the word of the Lord which fell upon good ground, it now is the word that has fallen in our hearts. Amen. And so now, once the word fell upon good ground, it is now becoming productive. Amen. The seed, the word of God, was productive and produces a large amount of people to become productive in every area of their life. But notice in the text, amen, this is why you got to beware of the enemy's invasion, because once you receive that good word, once that good word now is now embedded inside of your soul, you got to beware of the wicked one. Notice what the word says. It says the kingdom of heaven is like a man. And Jesus goes down and he, and he later deals with this and he later explains this. Amen. He says the kingdom of heaven is like a man who sowed good seed in his field. But while men slept, I'm going to stop right there. But while men slept, men and women are sleeping in the natural. We know first come natural and then come spiritual. Men and women, amen, saints of God are sleeping, amen. We are sleeping too much, amen. On the natural slide, we are sleeping, and because we are sleeping, we are vulnerable. Mm, because by reading and studying this, it indicates to me, amen, that it had to have been done at night. The enemy had to have crept in at night, which that indicates because it is night, but there was darkness, not nighttime as in no lights, but darkness as in ignorance. Mm. We are ignorant to the fact because we are sleeping and we are vulnerable. We, do, we are not aware of the invasion of the enemy. Because we are vulnerable and because we are sleeping and because we are in ignorance now, we are not aware of the sneakiness and the attacks of the enemy. But I come by to sound the alarm. Amen, for the enemy is coming. Amen, I stand as the watchman declaring, get up, get ready. Amen, for the word of the Lord declares in 1 Peter 5 and 8, amen, to be sober, to be vigilant, to be on guard, to be aware for your adversary, the enemy, he comes in as a roaring lion. I stand as a watchman on the post. Sound lifted up my voice as a trumpet. Isaiah 58, I believe, declares, Cry loud and spread not and lift up thy voice as a trumpet. And so I'm crying loud and I'm lifting up my voice as a trumpet. I'm telling you to beware of the enemy's invasion. 
Because we know in John 10 and 10, he comes but to do what? Steal, kill, and. He comes to do what? Say it like you know. He comes to do what? And because you know that, the devil does not like that. Because you know his wiles and you know his tricks, the devil does not like that. And so what he does is that the wicked one, remember, amen, he came and he snatched the word. And so now he has a word in his hand. Think about a watermelon. That's how God gave it to me. A watermelon, you cut it open, what do you see in that watermelon? You see seeds. So you know, So when the watermelon is sent out to the grocery store, they don't send seeds, they send what? watermelon and so now when Jesus comes and he begins to sow these seeds in the field the field is the indication of what the earth the earth and the seed in this particular parable are people why is it people because in the first parable he sowed the word inside of those people and they fell upon good ground and so now those same good grounded seed people are now those that Jesus is spreading across the earth do you understand what I'm saying? Does, does it make sense? Does that make sense? Amen. If it doesn't make sense, raise your hand and I'll begin to break it down. Amen. So that seed, amen, the watermelon has seeds. You can now take those same seeds from that watermelon, put it in the ground, and produce what? War watermelon. That's what we call what? Reproduction. Amen. So now the same seed that was the word of God I now give it to you and place it in you. So now what Jesus expects is for you to take that same seed. Don't plant the same seed. He no longer has to replant the same seed. That's why you were grown because you are now that you are a product of the first seed. You are a product of the first seed. And because you are a product of the first seed, it is our job, it is our duty to now do what? Spread the word of God, the good news, the good doctrine, the good doctrine. But now the enemy comes in to sow tares, which are bad doctrine, evil doctrine. These are people that are within the earth when the Bible calls them the sons and daughters of wickedness. They are living among the sons and daughters of the kingdom of God. These ones, amen, they are living here and they are communicating with us. They are going to church with us. They are going to work with us. They are in our schools with us. They are disguising themselves as an angel of light. They are wolves, that's what we call in sheep clothing. Amen. These same tares that have been sown are growing up with our children, teaching them evil things, things that are contrary to the word of God. Amen. But God is looking for some men and women that are not afraid to stand bold and stand flat-footed on his word. God is looking for some saints of God that's going to declare, for God I live and for God I die. God is looking for a generation that's not afraid to call upon the name of Jesus. God is looking for a generation that's not worried about what they say. God is looking for a generation that's not worried about what's going on around them. It does not matter how cute you think you are. You ought to be able to give God some praise and tell your neighbor it does not matter how the wind may blow. No, it doesn't matter how the lightning may flash. We've got to stand bold. If it's a witch, call it a witch. If it's a devil, call it a devil. But don't you deny yourself 
and what God is getting ready to do for your life. Satan comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And because you received a good thing in your heart, he does not want that good thing to generate. Because that seed is a good seed. He does not want that seed to generate. Mother, when he comes and he snatches that good thing. Y'all ever heard of chain snatching? It's very popular in the city. You got on your bling bling. You're riding or you're walking profiling, styling or whatever. But there are thieves that come and snatch chains away. Because it is appealing to their eye. It makes them look good. It makes them feel good. And so the enemy comes and he snatches what makes you feel good. Amen. You know when you've been praying. You know when you've been studying. You know when you've been fasting. You know when you've been receiving the word. You are beginning to feel good. You're beginning to talk good. You're beginning to walk good because now the word is now on the inside of your heart. You're not only a hearer of the word, but you have now become a doer of the word. Now the word is in you. So now therefore you can walk by faith and you can walk not by sight. Now that the word is on the inside of you, you can declare those things that are not, but as though they were, because the word is on the inside of you, it makes you happy. The word is on the inside of you, it begins to make you run. Even the word is on the inside of you, it gives you joy. And because you have joy, the devil wants to take away your joy because he comes to steal, kill, and destroy. The devil doesn't want us to feel good or to have what God has for us. So beware. Beware, amen, your, your health, your family, your children. We all matter. The devil don't want to see good. That's why he torment them so. Amen. That's why the devil torments marriages. That's why the devil torments relationships. He torments our school building because we are raising up a generation. He torments our churches. He torments us so much. To the point to where some of us will, number one, take these opportunities and seize them and rejoice and give God the glory and praise. But then some of us are not yet strong enough to the point to where we roll over, we stumble, and we fall. But I am reminded that Jesus is coming. The word of the Lord, because I believe it's over in the book of John, he says, the wicked one is coming. The evil one is coming. He says, but he does not have power over me. And because he does not have power over Jesus, he does not have power over you and I. So don't be vulnerable. Don't be sleep. It's time for you to wake up. Amen. It's time for you to hear the alarm. Don't be the one that when the alarm sounds, you're still sleeping. Oh, I wish I had somebody. Don't be the one that when the alarm or the trumpet blow, you're still unaware of what's going on. Don't be the one that's confused and, and, and it feels like everything around is going on in haywire because you hear the alarm and you don't know what's going on but there's an enemy coming and the bible says he comes to do what as i as i tell you that he comes to steal kill and destroy but paul said it over in the book of second corinthians 11 3 he says but i fear lest some of you as the serpent deceived eve by his craftiness so your minds may be corrupted 
from the simplicity of Jesus Christ. By the simplicity, the word simplicity means the plurality, the purality of Jesus, the purity of Jesus. Satan comes to do what? Steal, kill, and destroy. But if we are not aware, if we are not sober, if our minds are not fixed upon Jesus, if we, we go so many days or so many hours without reading, studying, or praying, we are easy targets for the enemy. We are vulnerable because we don't know our word. The Bible declares Satan comes to wear out the saints, but they that know their God shall do what? Great exploits. Jesus told Peter, he said, Peter, Satan desires to sift you as wheat. He says, but I pray that your faith fail you not. Amen, my brothers and my sisters, I pray that on tomorrow morning, that just as you are sitting here, you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen, I pray that your faith fail you not. Don't be the one that received the seed with joy one day, but then the next day you stumble and fall. Don't be like the one that received the seed and then all of a sudden it gets choked up. Amen, there is a time, amen, for you to give God some praise. There's a time for you to shout with a loud voice for God I live and for God I die no weapon formed against me shall prosper every tongue that rises up against me in the day of judgment it shall be condemned and so now I got to put on the helmet of salvation I got to gird myself with the breastplate of righteousness I got to put on the belt of truth and I got to prepare my feet with the shoes of peace and I've got to carry the sword of faith the shield of faith and I've got to carry the sword of the spirit which represents the word of God. You've got to arm yourself and be on guard because the enemy is coming lean like a flood. But the Bible says that when he does come, see, God already has something in place for when he does come. He has a plan. So when the enemy does come, watch what he says, I'll raise up a standard. He said, I'll raise up a standard. When the enemy comes in like a flood, I'll raise up a standard. You just stand still and declare the salvation of the Lord. Amen. For the Lord is your God. The Lord is your rock. The Lord is your salvation. Amen. As I get ready to close, amen. As I get ready to take my seat, I remind you of a story in the book of 1 Samuel, the 30th chapter, when David and his men came to Ziklag and the Amalekites had invaded and attacked Ziklag and burned it to the ground and taken into captivity, women and children, amen, but they did not kill anyone, amen, but David and his men were so upset to the point that they began to cry, the Bible says that they had no more power to weep, in other words, they had no more power to cry tears anymore, amen, but the men talked about stoning David, but David, amen, but David, but David, a mighty warrior, he strengthened himself, the Bible says that he inquired of the Lord, he encouraged himself, in the Lord his God and David began to pray to the Lord and asking him shall I recover all shall I pursue and overtake them and the Lord responded how many of you know that when you pray to God he will respond and the Bible says that when he began to inquire of the Lord that the Bible says that surely the Lord God spoke to him and surely you shall recover and surely you shall pursue I come by to tell you this morning 
be not dismayed whatever betides you God will take care of you God will take care of you in the midst of your trials in the midst of your shield you ought to give God the glory and give God the praise because we are more than overcomers you ought to tell your neighbor say neighbor everything that the enemy took from me everything that the caterpillar had eaten everything that the corporal worm had eaten I'm getting it back I'm getting it back double for my trouble stand to your feet and give God the glory stand to your feet and thank God because everything that the enemy stole I'm getting it back I'm getting it back now unto him who is able to keep me from falling. Give him glory. Oh, come on, give him glory. Give him glory. Come on, give him praise. I'm getting it back. <laughs> I'm getting it back. <laughs> Tell yourself, I'm getting it back. I'm getting it back. Beware of the enemy's invasion. I'm getting it back. No more chains holding me down. Yeah, 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 yes. I'm getting it back. Oh, you ought to go. Oh, there it is. You ought to give God some praise for everything coming back unto you. Give God praise because it's coming back. You're getting it back. Come on on the building. One, two, praise him. Come on, give it to him. Give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Hallelujah. 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 Come on, just come on, come on. Give Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, for your word, God. Thank you, thank you, thank you. God, we will beware of the enemy, for he comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But I pray that your faith fail you not. And that's all God gave me. Amen, that's all God gave me. I don't have, I did, God didn't give me no long sermon to stand up here before you, but what God did tell me, he told me to tell you to beware of the enemy's invasion. I'm warning you today, saints of God, the enemy wants to destroy your life. He wants to destroy it. He wants to destroy your marriage ministry. He wants to destroy it. He wants to snatch it away. But what are you going to do? Are you going to remain asleep? Or when you hear the alarm, you're going to guard yourself. You're going to prepare yourself. Prepare yourself and be ye ready for the salvation of the Lord. There comes a time in all of our lives to where we have to make a decision. And it's either we're going to do right or we're going to do wrong. There is no secret to what God wants to do for you. Hallelujah. But don't allow the enemy, Leslie, that word that was sown on the inside of you, he wants to snatch it away. Beware of the snatching. 
beware of the snatching. Where there's a seed of hope, he wants to sow a seed of discord. He wants to sow a seed of division. And with these seeds and these words that he has, he is now sowing people who are product of that seed. And because they are product of that seed, they have to do what their purpose is set out intended for them to do, and that is to grow. The seed is never to remain a seed. The seed is to bud out, sprout up, and grow. So that seed of deception has now grown people who are deceptive, people who cause division. Do you understand? Hallelujah. Come on, give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Father, we thank you for the word that came forth. Father, we ask now, Lord God, that as the word went forth, Lord God, that we were not only hearers of the word, but we would become doers. Father, I pray, Lord God, that some woman, some man, Lord God, heard this word, and they kept it in their hearts, and they hid it in their hearts from the enemy. For the word of the Lord declares, O God, thy word have I hid in my heart, that I might not sin against thee. Lord God, allow this word to produce good things. Allow this word to produce good good and prosperous things so that we may do what it needs to be done for the uplifting and the upbuilding of thy kingdom. Lord God we ask on today Lord God that you will move quickly, that you will move expeditiously in some of our lives oh God so that people and those that are around us will see the manifestation of your glory for it's not about us oh God but it's all about you and so Lord God begin to make ways for your people begin to counsel debt begin to move Lord God begin to shine upon their hearts and Father I pray that we will guard ourselves upon everything that the enemy has ever told has ever taken from us for your word declares oh God that we be ye steadfast immovable always abounding in the work of the Lord for as much as we know, our labor is not in vain. And so, Lord God, allow us to stand and that when that trumpet blows, when the alarm sounds, allow us to hear it and get on guard and be ready for the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. So, Father, we speak against Satan right now. We speak against every attack. We speak against every plan, every divisive spirit that he has, every evil spirit that he has, every witch lock and war. Lord, everything, every Ouija board, everything to produce evil. God, we speak against it right now in the mighty name of Jesus. God, begin to save your people and cultivate their minds and allow their minds to be fixed and stayed on you. And Lord God, we'll be so ever careful to give you the glory, the honor, and the praise. It all belongs to you. And let everyone with a loud voice say, I declare it to be so and done in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Come on, put your hands together. Amen. Online community, we thank you for joining in on today. Amen. We pray that the word touch you. We pray that the word enrich you on today. Until next time, have a good day. Amen. Well, we pray that you were blessed and encouraged by today's message. Don't forget, you can connect with us at our website at kingdomrock.org. It's there that you can hear today's message as well as the entire series. So check it out today. Until next time, remember that Jesus loves you and so do we. Choose him as your Lord today. Only he can make a way. We'll see you on the next time.